0: For generations, people have been persecuted for claiming their intuitive or healing abilities, and this collective wound has a strong undercurrent in society today. In this episode, we're unwrapping the witch wound, how you can recognize it for yourself and heal future generations. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. This is Christina Wooten, certified psychic medium. And normally we have Robert Wooten with us, who is our certified Reiki master teacher. However, he is out. So send him a little bit of extra love, maybe some extra thoughts, so he can be back with us next week. All right, so today, one thing that I find fascinating is the study of how is it that incredibly powerful, creative people with sensitivity, with an innate ability to channel energy and create with simply thought and intention and have sensitivity to the other side. We have all this evidence of that. How is it that despite all of this, human beings get caught up in chasing a lifestyle that often doesn't represent who they really are, what they really want, or what makes them feel empowered or alive inside, or they know what helps them feel inspired and connected and powerful beyond the body and don't create an entire lifestyle around this. So then there's burnout and loss of passion and loss of connection with their heart and feeling helpless and stuck. So how is it that this hamster wheel even exists at all? I just find that so fascinating and curious, this process of divinely powerful, innate beings who forget their own power and often do the exact opposite. I think the answer is pretty complicated and there are a lot of factors to that dynamic. But today I want to focus on one that I think is really impactful. So it's a powerful subconscious block that is generational and it's in our very DNA. It's in collective memory and it's time to create a new, empowered, loving, nourishing, nurturing way of being. You may have heard several years ago that we've entered a time where the divine feminine is rising and is helping to bring forward a new level of healing to the world. And this collective wound that we're talking about has tremendous impact on how we unconsciously perceive women, the mothers in our lives, the teachers, ourselves. Also, if you have a lot of anxiety that holds you back from being more out of the closet with your sensitivity and your intuitive gifts, then understanding what we're talking about today, this is an absolute game changer. And you're not just healing yourself. We're talking, you're healing the generations to come. This impacts how you relate to other people, how you relate to yourself, how you understand some of the blockages and stress and anxiety that comes up as you continue to develop your gifts and the things that may be holding you back that you've never understood. Where does this come from? I'm talking about the witch wound. Now that's pretty intense word, right? (laughs) The witch wound. The witch wound is a collective wound that is mostly unconscious Related to when women are coming into their intuitive power, there is a long history in the past and even in current culture of being persecuted and diminished and embroiled in controversy. If you step up to help, if you own your gifts, if you create a lifestyle that acknowledges them and honors them if you look at the world differently if you believe in your innate right and ability to have a personal relationship with the divine and all of that offers i mean that was revolutionary in the past and in direct defiance of so many powerful religious groups and at the heart of you know government groups as well powerful people can be dangerous people to some of these organizations. And so speaking your truth and choosing to have a direct loving relationship with the divine and feeling that you're a part of that, or just simply being smart (laughs) would label you as a witch. And you know what happens to witches, right? We've seen this in history, witches lose things. They lose family community support, a livelihood, and oftentimes lost their life in pretty horrific, gruesome ways. Now, I don't know if you guys are Outlander fans like me, but for those of you watching Outlander, I know that you know, how many times does Claire, who's a healer, an amazing herbalist, get called a witch for healing people? And there's so much fear. I mean, you can feel it in the the culture and the society and how people respond to the question of could she be a witch? Even that question had great power. I think that this unconscious wound for you personally, how this witch wound manifests for you, is going to always be stronger if you have a past life history of persecution. There may be an unconscious fear of being known as the wise person or the intuitive, because what happens when people put you in that role? You know, history says bad things happen, scary things happen. So if you have that in your background, if perhaps you were teaching something that was revolutionary, if you were a scientist and even presenting something that in any way contradicted the religious teachings of the past, if you were believing in healing others. If you were a doctor and your patient appeared to have passed, but you know, really their life signs were just undetectable and they quote came back, you could be a witch. And none of that was accompanied by celebration or good things or positive, like, oh, good job. You've discovered this. It was, there was fear, there was suppression and there was uh, aggression in such a way to send a collective fearful message. And that was so strong and so impactful in generation after generation and culture after culture after culture, that even for the people who are awakening to their own abilities, you have to confront this within And we call this a collective wound because it happened to so many generations and many cultures, and it's become an inherited trauma. Now, I know that we have been talking in this context a lot about women, but men have experienced the same type of persecution, and this doesn't only affect women. It really impacts anyone who's living a life that's alternative to hustle culture or materialism or where you're making your spiritual and intuitive connection part of how you live. So We've talked about how this shows up in the past, but what does it look like in the modern sense? Because the witch wound has shifted. It's evolved a little bit. We, In most cultures, we don't expect to be burned at the stake. Some people are still stoned. Okay. So there's still some of this happening in different areas of the world. I remember when I would teach Reiki, which is a form of energy healing in my classes, I would explain to others that when you are traveling to certain areas of Africa, when you're traveling to certain areas in the Middle East, that there are laws that prohibit this type of being, you know, free expression and that it could be illegal and that you really needed to be very aware in how you presented yourself. And I can't believe that I had to teach that in, you know, this century. It's insane to me to even consider, but it's still something that happens. So, when we look at how it's showing up here, well, in some cultures, there's just a general suppression of women and women's power. I mean, in Saudi Arabia, they've not been able to drive. And, you know, this has been a new revolution that's happening. Another sneaky way that this shows up now is. Waiting for someone to be knocked off the pedestal. If you're afraid on some level of your own power, you're always going to resent other people for stepping into theirs. So maybe you haven't felt free to you know, own your gifts and do the things that you have truly in your heart really wanted to do. So you may feel a sense of frustration with other people who do it, or you know, there's a judgment about whether they deserve to be able to do that or not and it's mixed in with some of our your own fears or blockages like who does she think she is you know have you ever heard that who does she think she is right i've heard that before quite a bit i mean i'm from the south <laughs> that was that was table talk right there who does she think that she is and i think it manifests by putting people up on pedestals to begin with and then waiting for them to get knocked down let's look at Netflix documentaries right now. I mean, Netflix is making a boo-coos of money from tearing people apart in documentaries about like all this negative behind the scenes, blah, blah, blah stuff. So we have to watch that tendency of putting someone on a pedestal. Who does she think that she is? And then somehow feeling a sense of curiosity and satisfaction about them being knocked down a peg or two. I mean, that is so toxic. The message to send to ourselves, like what is it that's happening behind the scenes that creates that? I mean, that's, that's a very heavy energy to be feeding ourselves. And so I would like to draw some attention to that so we can shift into a more loving and generous and kind and sensitive way of seeing ourselves and also in the reflection of other people. Now, another way that we are seeing it in a more evolved way is I can't tell you how many times I've seen people where they've had spiritual ads. Most of the time I would see this on Facebook, but spiritual ads out for some sort of spiritual services. And sometimes the comments so full of vitriol and hatred for how dare you take advantage of people? How dare you do this? Who do you think that you are? This intense negativity for people stepping into that role of trying to help others, of making that a part of their career and how they choose to show up and live lots of very toxic anger and all of that being expressed in such a way that it's it's very collective. One person has one common and then, you know, there's three other that follow afterwards. Now I've been fortunate. I have not had that experience, but I know people who have had that experience and it's really difficult and, and hard. Nobody wants to have this very toxic attribution to who you are when you're just trying to live your life. And there's lots of challenges that already come into play with moving into the spiritual world and spiritual market and just trying to do what your higher self feels called to do. And lastly, I'd like to say... I think that there's a lot of religious fears and fears about darkness or negativity on the other side. That somehow you may be overshadowed, or fears of attachments or bad things, connecting with bad things, and that misguiding you or misleading you or taking you, you know, to dark places and controlling your life in negative ways. There's these insidious fears. That come into play and, you know, most of them are somehow connected with a religious upbringing that may not have been as open or as acknowledging of spiritual, the spiritual world and your relationship to it. And that being a personal relationship with the divine and with the different aspects of that, that's pretty tremendous that that anxiety can really impact or affect people so that they don't move forward in their personal growth. And what I would say to that one, if, if you can discern from somebody who walks up to your doorstep about whether or not you would want them to come in your door and sit down with you and hang out with your family, then you can discern whether or not it's appropriate the, the vibration that <laughs> something on the other side gives off. You know the alarm bells, you feel it. And I think it's even stronger when you're connecting with the other side because it's just a very pure vibration. So those are the ways that I feel like this witch wound has evolved. We're not necessarily calling people to the burning stake, you know, of a bonfire, but we are still representing this energy and there's a, an innate fear of I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that one where people have a lot of negative comments about when you're putting your heart out on the line. I don't want to be that person who's you know, people see me on a certain pedestal and then knock me off. I mean, nobody wants to feel that. So it creates this, this suppression and this resistance so that at a certain level, when you get to expanding, 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 you go, "Mm, but not there and pull back. And that's what we want to push through today is acknowledging it. It's no wonder that when You may think about getting more public with your spiritual or your intuitive connection that it just brings up an anxiety and a nervousness. You may want to keep it private. You may want to keep some of your experiences hidden because you're afraid of being judged or condemned or that people will unsubscribe or that you're going to be canceled. And I think it prevents so many people from living their authentic self and attracting the abundance, the peace within their heart, the joy That could be theirs if they just lived it. I know people who were afraid to start spiritual businesses because they were so conflicted and confused, not within themselves, but with how others would feel about it. To get to our next level of evolution, we have to heal this and we have to really work together to shape a different society. And challenge this within ourselves. We have to challenge the judgment, the who do you think you are energy. It has to go for all of us to truly find freedom. And when we create healing, we create generations behind us that are healed, that have a new relationship with the world. And that makes a difference. If you're listening to this message today, I truly believe that spirit is guiding us together as healers to to heal this collective wound, starting at home and starting with you. So the million dollar question is, how do you heal the witch wound? It's so pervasive. It's so instinctual because it's really stuck in there in the DNA. It's very connected with trauma in such a way that others will reinforce this belief system. So negativity will feed more negativity and it just shows that it's more and more socially acceptable. So we have more of a tendency to do it. So the truth is with the witch wound, it's all about that you deserve to be seen and to be loved for exactly who you are. And you deserve to choose how you live and what that looks like there are people now who are waiting to love you, waiting to come in your life. They're so your vibration and so your energy, and they're ready 100% to love you, but they cannot find you if you're hiding. So to cure this, we have to reinforce that you have a right to be seen and to be loved. And when you reinforces over and over and over with yourself. When you find a peace within for yourself, you'll be able to give this to other people. You'll recognize when you get into that place of like, who does she think she is? She deserves that. She deserves to show up in the way that that person believes that they should live their life, that they deserve their lessons. They deserve their experiences. They deserve to grow and to expand. And it's okay if that makes us uncomfortable. It means that there's something going on inside of us that's judging it. And it's not taking freedom away from that person as much as it's taking something away from our own freedom to expand. So how can you reinforce to yourself? How can you get out of the closet? How can you be authentic? How can you let your inner woo-woo out and be okay with that? When you become more and more your authentic self, when you own that power, when you're transparent with it, the beauty is that as you accept yourself, you begin to attract other people who are accepting you. So more comfortable you get in your skin, the more comfortable you get with just sharing where you truly are in the moment with other people without censoring yourself. The more that people will be attracted to you who accept you, who appreciate that part of you, who love that you're so open, who love that you're empowering other people. So as a reminder, let yourself be seen, let yourself be loved. It's okay for you to show up in the way that you feel guided to show up. And it's okay for others to do the same. And if we can support them in positive ways, without the negativity, and encourage people along the way, then we'll find that we're reducing the potency, we're reducing the power, reducing the collective affirmation of that this is acceptable, that this is okay, that we have to suppress the power of the intuitive and the power of spiritual connection. So for final thoughts today, this is really an episode to pass on. To share with the women in your life, to those other sensitive people, to the healers or the people who are feeling called to do more, but keep manifesting blocks or they never feel safe to put themselves out there or have that anxiety about the other side. We have to live in a way that is more honest and that feels safe in being expansive. And the best way to do that is for us to continue to plant seeds. Of a new conscious awareness in how we can live, how we can look at the world, how we can take these collective wounds and begin to heal them and recognize them in all of their insidious forms that they show up in and greet all of that with love and with non-judgment and choose again, choose from a new perspective with a new energy we all deserve to feel safe prioritizing the spiritual nature of unconditional love and peace and connection. And that's truly what I want for all of us. And I'm sure that you want that for yourself and want that for your family and want that from your children and want that for all the other women all around the world and the other people who are sitting on the sidelines, but really would love to feel safe enough to be their true authentic self. So with that being said, the best way we can continue to heal this is sharing it and planting new seeds and new nuggets of wisdom and higher consciousness. So we can uproot this witch wound and bring in a new, more beautiful healing, positive vibration for the world. Thanks, everybody, for joining me again. Appreciate you so much and hope that you are having a beautiful rest of your week. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.